0: Welcome back, everybody, to the 90s Mixtapes. My name is Pat, joined by my lovely co-host, Jen. Hello. And our recording dogs, today, our recording partner. Yeah, Rita. we have a
1: special guest.
0: She's decided that she wants to record with us here on this wonderful Sunday afternoon. Jen, are you ready to dive in for the uh, potpourri hour, as we like to call I it?
1: I am.
0: We are... Going to be coming at you now with the February 1994. It was funny when I was doing my research at first, I was like, oh, February 93, which is inaccurate. We've already gone I through those stories. also
1: keep doing that, so.
0: <laughs> but we are in 94, and it is February. So let's dive into some of the weird, wacky, and um, just kind of news headlines from around the world in February of 94. Jen, before we get started, how are you doing today? Good. That's it good (laughs) listen
1: it's middle of february i'm doing the best i can at least we don't have feet of snow and
0: you know when we go back in the wayback machine it's funny and i know you're gonna immediately roll your eyes but it's like super bowl happens in january right like all the eyes rolling because it's just like we're (laughs) done here and there's just nothing and we're all just trying to kind of
1: there's other things other i mean it was just valentine's day We had the Super Bowl and Valentine's Day within the last week. So, I I mean, there is stuff. I
0: feel like Valentine's Day is for three specific groups of people, okay? And we can get into this because it's potpourri. So, we'll just start right here. This is my thing about Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is for straight-up single people. Like, it's for single people that are, like, not, like, like... So what I mean by You that, are
1: making so many single people so mad at you right now.
0: Let me explain. So okay. what, I, what I mean by that is like the idea of Valentine's Day is like go out and find somebody and like be with somebody so that you have like a love like for Valentine's Day. And it's and when I say single, I mean like what is your status? Is it single or married, right? Single. So people that are in a relationship, right? But they're marking off on their taxes that they're single, Okay. So you might be in a relationship, you got to get your your spouse, your your significant other a nice gift, you're going out for a very expensive dinner, and you're doing it in the drugs of winter. Like if we could redo this, why would we not put that day in like May, right? Because
1: we need something we need something happy. <laughs> In February. And it's perfect to get cozy.
0: So then this is the flip side. When you're single and you're alone on Valentine's Day, it hits, like, extra hard that, like, yo, this is six weeks into the winter and I'm by myself, right? It really fucking hits. Single people. Kids, because it gives the kids something to look forward to. And then you get those little Valentines that you give everybody. Oh, I got these Valentines. And it's, like, a party that you can have for, you know, like, in school. And...
1: Also, like, didn't your did your parents get you stuff like my dad always got me like candy, candy, because you're at the store, so they get you little
0: candies and whatever else it is. And finally, Valentine's Day is just for suckers, I think. True suckers. And the reason why is because, like, you know, you're going out to a restaurant and you're going to pay extra, extra money. You're going to pay extra, extra money for the flowers, extra, extra money. But if you don't, you know, your partner has been conditioned to be like. What the fuck? Why are you not doing this? Do you not care about me? So it's really just like it's tough. It's a hallmark holiday. Agree to disagree, go. I'll bounce it back to you as a woman. How do you feel about Valentine's Day and your life experience?
1: Definitely a Hallmark holiday.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: For sure. And I like it.
0: Of course you do. Every year you need your flowers. You usually need your candies. I
1: know. We didn't do... We should go get candies. Oh, they're
0: like, 50% off everywhere. I almost brought came back with some today because I was like, oh, 50%. You should have. But I was like, we talked about... it Anyway.
1: No, I need candy.
0: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Point being, that's kind of what it is to be. Because it's like when you're... You know, like when you're trying to make a good impression. You're like, oh, we're going to go out to a nice dinner, get some nice flowers, do a nice... Day. You know, holiday of love. But then it's like... Really? Why can't we do this in springtime? We can get some nice flowers. Most people, you know, enjoy nice, fresh flowers. And they're like, nah, get these roses. Everybody's got... I don't know. That's me. Maybe I'm jaded from all these years of Valentine's. I don't know. You're just like, your eyes are like piercing through me. You're like, <laughs> my guy, come on.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know.
0: Like, switch, switch, uh, you know. Well, is St. Valentine's, is that like a real thing? Was he really a saint? Like a saint of people I loving? don't know.
1: You're the... You're the Catholic boy. Um, I don't
0: know. I mean, out there.
1: I think he was a real saint. Yeah, Saint Valentine.
0: Speaking um, of people that should be up for sainthood, Jeff Kaluli. Oh jeez. February first. Uh, agreed to help the police up for sainthood. Agreed to help the police, Jen, in the ongoing investigation of who hit Nancy Kerrigan in the leg. Now we talked about this last month. We, we talked about the Tanya Harding incident. We we talked about the absurdity that was the knee, leg, pipe hitting incident. Right? Hold on. We got to let our friend go. Go. Get this on film. Go. go. She,
1: doesn't, she doesn't really want to. Oh,
0: my goodness. Well, we can't record <laughs> with the door open, pain. you piece of savagery go Oh. <laughs> the dog, dog is, is literally choosing violence okay <laughs> but she skits
1: <laughs> every time you close the door she gets scared and she runs away and then she needs to get yo you asked me if Saint Valentine was a real person okay so I haven't been able to focus on whatever you're saying about Jeff Galuli because I needed to tell you that he is a real saint And he's also the patron saint of um, epilepsy and beekeepers.
0: Beekeepers. Oh, okay. That's fun. As well as, you know, love. I'm going to tell you right now. And
1: happy marriages.
0: Everything you wanted, this dog has chosen violence today. (laughs) She's laying on the game board. She's decided that this is going to be her place. She keeps hitting my mic. So my mic is uh, wobbling.
1: Listen, she's a good girl. (laughs) And uh,
0: she she doesn't like all the Valentine slander apparently.
1: No, and she's pissed because she said, you know, there should be some fifty percent off candy at this house right now.
0: Well, let's dial it back. Let's dial it in. We got some stories to go through. We have some stories to discuss, Jen. Bring it back. I'm
1: I'm ready. I'm taking pictures of the of the dog that's destroying our trivial pursuit game. Jeff Gluey. The patron saint of epilepsy and beekeepers?
0: The patron saint of dumb crimes.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> Agreed to help in exchange for less of a uh, sentence regarding the Tanya Harding scenario. Now, we've talked extensively about the Tanya Harding scenario. What we didn't talk about, we're going to get into now this month, is what happened at the Olympics. So at the Olympics... We are going to, this February, we're having February of 94, it's the Lillehammer Olympics. Do you know where Lillehammer Olympics are? you know where it's taking place? Norway. Norway. At the Olympic Games, Nancy Kerrigan is going to make it. Looks like she made it. They did not actually follow through with their plan completely and uh, cripple her, so she's going to make it and represent Team USA as well as Tanya Harding. When Tanya Harding was doing her skate program... Her skate lace broke.
1: I remember this,
0: and she went to the judges crying for an opportunity to go again mm-hmm. and I, skate again. I remember that, and I remember like the news headlines were like "cry baby." It was like a whole. I remember thing.
1: this too. Um, it
0: was the-
1: apparently though like
0: okay. you're supposed to do that. Is that what you were saying?
1: apparently if you have a problem with your skate you're supposed to go to the judges and be like i've had i am having this problem like that is actually what you're supposed to do are you supposed to make a scene of course not it is the olympics you know i know i would make a scene and i'm not 100 percent, but yeah like i it's understandable but yeah no you are supposed to go up to them and from what i understand
0: but isn't this that, like, the perfect coda to this entire, like, insane story? A hundred percent. To be like, this person has this problem in this moment when everybody is literally watching.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Along with what happens to Nancy Kerrigan, that she gets a silver medal.
0: Oh, yeah, but and that, And it's,
1: like, that, that moment of her making a face.
0: Oh, yeah. A... Well, Nancy Kerrigan ended up losing. They both lost to Oksana Bayoule. But here's
1: do you know that her and Oksana Bayul got the same score? But Oksana beat her based on like a technicality, like something was a little higher that like would I don't know the exact thing. But they had the same scores. So it (laughs) I mean that's even more of a gut punch,
0: right? Like, well, like. some of these Olympic events or some of these things I remember. It's all about like how, how diff, how difficult your jumps are versus whether or not you get them like together. I know that that was the same thing with like gymnastics and stuff. But then they ended up changing the scores. Right, and then like there's like, like some a score with in. for
1: like creativity. Uh huh.
0: It's pretty strange, but. Do you know, on the overall of this Olympics, or the Olympics in general, do you know who won? Like, what nation had the most medals this this Olympic Games?
1: Oh, I don't know. Do you know? Are you asked me to guess?
0: Yes, I'm asking you to guess.
1: Um, is it us? Or Russia?
0: Russia, right? Mm-hmm. Which is not really all that surprising. No. I just, I just think it's funny now when you flash forward to the Olympics, at least in the past, I would say the past 10 to 12 years like russia's just been completely disqualified from the olympics just in general so their athletes have been going under Mm -hmm. like an independent banner because of all the the doping issues that they've had with their olympic program throughout the years. so it's just like so funny to kind of be like oh yeah that's right like i remember that moment where like very galvanizing i feel like the the whole point of the olympics was more or less to be like this is like a safe space for amateurs to um try to showcase their talent and represent their country. And then it's like, ah, yeah, but we're just not going to let like, we're just not going to let Russians compete because they just cheat. And they're just like, well, we don't really cheat, but we kind of cheat. It's just a whole thing. And they're like, well, now we have professionals come and play basketball and professionals play hockey and professionals do this. It's just kind of lost that like spirit, but it's just so, there's just so much money involved that people just keep doing it. Mm -hmm. Like, if that makes sense. Like I was reading that, like these games went over like $2.2 billion to like fund them,
1: L- Lilyhammer or this year?
0: No, Lily. This is Lilyhammer, and um, like in like twenty twelve dollars, they went over two point two billion dollars in order to just fund the games. And like, it's not like the athletes
1: happen. are making money doing no. this.
0: I mean, they get to go to you know hopefully have the time of their lives, right? But it's just all this money that they're pumping into these local economies where and were local they,
1: places. Where were they a few years ago? Where it was like
0: Brazil, where they just people were like, "I'm not even gonna like swim in the water and shit."
1: Mm-mm. No, right. Oh, it was, it was Russia, wasn't it? When? A few years ago when it was like the rooms were insane and people were posting pictures of like...
0: I thought it was in like Rio de Janeiro, right? I think
1: it was like, is it Sochi? I don't even...
0: Maybe it was Sochi. It I, was I know there was, it I, was see, Sochi. See, like, I think we're thinking of different Olympics. Like, I'm thinking of a, a, like, fairly recently there was like a summer Olympics. And like, at that summer Olympics, like, the water was like polluted in like the river that was like the thing they were supposed <laughs> to swim in. And it was like they were building all of these stadiums that then just ended up getting, like, torn down almost, like, immediately. Now, they did do Sochi. There yes. was an Olympics in yeah, Sochi. Yeah,
1: apparently, like, it was insane. Like, they were like, "What? what is this?
0: They're all kind of insane. I know a lot of people have been talking, or at least on, like, the international community and, like, different... different nations and stuff where they're just like you should just kind of have it in like a rotating thing have like a like a europe like a germany slash like england slash like france then like a us and then like a like like maybe a canada like certain places that always just kind of get like australia like places that like have the infrastructure to really like handle it because if you think about like what you're doing when you have like the olympic games come to your country it's such a boon in terms of like money and like building stuff and like an infrastructure to your local community where you're going to have all these people to send on your area for like a month, let's say a month, you know, a little bit before, a little bit after. Plus when you do the Olympics, I think you also get like the the Paralympics too, which I think is like either the next year or six months later, you get like both. Oh,
1: you get them too. Oh, yes, Yeah, so cool. you get
0: like, the, so you're getting this whole infrastructure of people coming to these areas, but then there's certain places that are just so depressed, like economically, that's just like, what are you even doing? They're spending all their money to build these fucking stadiums that then like come down. So it's pretty interesting. But, I mean, in terms of the Olympic Games, the, what I remember, what stands out most to me from this time was this whole incident. And really. A
1: hundred percent. The
0: Tanya Harding, the Tanya the Harding at all. And the skate. <laughs> I mean, it's wild, though, to think that that person was that good, made it that far, got this close and just had all of this drama hanging over her. And it's not like you could just postpone the Olympics. It's not like you could just postpone the event. No, you like, can't you're postpone here.
1: the Olympics because there's some embarrassing American bullshit drama going on, you know, like it's wild.
0: To think she even came in like what was it, ninth? I think it was ninth place she I came in. I think it was ninth. Like to even go, come that far with dealing with all that shit. It's
1: pretty It was eighth or ninth, I think. Pretty wild. Yeah, she definitely didn't uh she didn't place.
0: No. no, 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 no. They
1: say, what was that like a Malcolm Gladwell book or something where they say the the people that report being happiest are bronze medal winners because they're just happy to have placed. Where civil, s- civil, silver, silver medal winners always feel like they could have just done a little better and gotten gold. And the gold medal winners reach that peak where they're like, oh my god, I reached my dreams. Kind of like, now what? You know, like the bed, the thing I've wanted my whole life happened and I don't feel any different type thing, you know, where, of course, at the time it's exciting. But yeah, I thought, I mean, unrelated, but also I just think it's interesting. I buy
0: it. Take figure skating aside. What would be the Olympic game you want to compete in in the in the Winter Olympics? And why?
1: Um, I can't say figure skating.
0: Yeah, no like what would be your it the number one figure. you'd want to do and then like the number one you would never want to do i know what i would never want to do the skeleton you ever see that where the dude's just on like the tiny little sled yeah, and no. goes down the thing
1: yeah, no, no, no,
0: that's no. crazy like i'm out on that
1: i don't know maybe like cross country or something because it doesn't look scary like i just really want to do
0: curling at this point like they g- gift the curling like on that level i don't want to do, do so
1: anything fun. that goes really like i don't like the luges and just, uh, no yeah. i don't like anything. well look, like, i so. kind
0: of put all those together like the bobsled luge, like yeah. they're all just like they all seem... the same
1: i had an opportunity to go on one,
0: aggressive you know yeah you told me about like placid, yeah. placid yeah
1: my friends went and i was like you don't understand like you don't know me that well if you're trying to get me to go <laughs> on this thing it's not going to fucking happen um so i did not do that but uh yeah it would clearly be figure skating and then I guess I'd have to say snowshoeing. Or, is that a thing? Do they do that? I don't there's think like so. There's like cross country skiing. That would probably have to be it, even though it's
0: boring. Let's dive into some other events because I feel like. Do it. I feel like, you know, when we're talking about the Olympics, there's always an anticipation <laughs> for the Olympics and then you're kind of there. Yeah. And uh, it's a lot, you know? Well,
1: speaking of the Olympics. Okay. Speaking of Norway. Okay. Do you know what also happened on um, February twelfth, aka the opening day of the Olympics? No. Your favorite painting got stolen. Which was in Oslo, Norway.
0: Well, it's not actually the painting. It's a cardboard pastel thing. So he did it on cardboard with pastel with pastels pastel, like pastels. That's what got stolen, not the actual scream. Didn't actually get stolen.
1: Are you sure about that? Um,
0: I'm gonna go ahead and say because then
1: it says other versions of the painting got stolen in in August.
0: The but Scream by Norwegian painter. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. The yeah. one, the one they're showing. I, I guess the eight. Well, it says because an,
1: another one got stolen a few months later. Because it
0: says the Scream, and then it says a pastel version is stolen.
1: Apparently, he has multiple
0: versions. Well, because oh. it says the Scream pastel on cardboard. That is my favorite painting because I do feel like it's just, it's so. Who's the, what's the artist that I also like that does that like medieval stuff with like the satanic dancing around like. Oh, Goya. Goya. Bosch. Bosch too. Yeah. I like all of those just because I like the, like, I like, I like to think to like when I look at art. I don't like to be confused necessarily. And sometimes I feel like I am right. And I'm just not like, like I'm not a real, like I'm not a critic. I'm not somebody that knows anything about it, but you want to like feel something. And I feel these really like emotional paintings. Yeah. As well as like MC Escher, where I feel these really like, um, eye catching paintings, like one or the other. I really feel like really encapsulate things. And I, I just, I don't know. I like really creepy, Stuff too, like you're just—I don't even know what you're looking at because I can't see the computer. That's Goya. I, it's Goya. Fran,
1: it's Francisco Goya's Saturn devouring his son. So that's the god Saturn eating his son.
0: Right. I can't see the painting it, because I can't see your screen.
1: It's so creepy. He's this shit. Is so creepy.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I love okay. that painting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. Well, that's a Greek thing. Um. So uh, it's all creepy. having said that, the scream was stolen.
1: Yeah, you like that kind of um.
0: Which is bullshit because I really like that painting.
1: But they came back. They they got it back.
0: Which is trash. Like, I don't know why people have to do that.
1: They got it back. Um, Apparently, an anti-abortion group claimed to have stole the painting and said they'll give it back if Norwegian TV plays an anti-abortion movie. But then it turned out that that actually wasn't true. They were just trying to get them to play, like, an anti-abortion film oh, on wow. TV.
0: <laughs> That's a vibe. Uh, I'll say that.
1: I thought that was... um. I thought that was interesting. You know
0: what else happened in February 94? What? Howard Stern through... Oh, okay. <laughs> we got a... Peanut Gallery has a comment.
1: I don't know if you can hear her. I, I wonder... I'm curious when I listen back if you can even... Because sometimes we'll talk about her. I'm going to tell you know. that
0: you're going to be extremely upset about the sound quality because she keeps hitting this over and over again. And I'm, I'm getting wildly frustrated. <laughs> So Howard Stern,
1: she just clearly doesn't like Howard Stern
0: on his radio program, gets a call in from somebody who's going to be jumping because they're suicidal off.
1: Oh, it was on the bridge. radio program that I didn't Guy realize it was him. like on the air. Type Guy thing.
0: calls him and is like, yo, I'm going to jump off the bridge. Oh, my God. So he starts talking to him and, like, making a joke, like, yo, if you jump off the bridge, like, you're not going to see my new movie, which is coming out, like, all these other things. And he, like, basically talks to him long enough for another person that was listening to the show to go there, like, bear hug the guy until the cops can get there and then take him into a psychiatric hospital. So they actually saved the guy. There's, like, an hour-long segment on the radio where he's talking to the guy who had stepped over the railing and was getting ready to jump into the Hudson River. Oh, wow. We just talked last month about his wilds.
1: What did he call him from? A cell phone. There were cell phones back then?
0: I guess so. I I don't know. What you want me to tell you? Like, yes, there were. When do you think the first cell phone ever came out? I know that there's, out? like,
1: pay phones on Bridges, so you can... I, maybe.
0: This I don't think... It same. said, from what I read in the story, that it appeared that it was, like... A cell phone? A cell phone, yeah.
1: I know that they were out. Like, I know that Zach Morris existed, but, like...
0: Like, but do you think a that if a the guy is going to jump off the bridge, he really cares that it's $5 a minute?
1: No, of course not.
0: Right. So he...
1: But the I, fact that he even had one. Why? Is he a wealthy gentleman?
0: Doesn't really get into the details of the person like that, but it just kind of, you know, talks about...
1: So you can listen to that. You, you can like listen it on
0: it. YouTube. Yeah. You can oh, find it. You can listen to it. It's like an hour long segment where he's talking to the guy and talking off the edge. Now, when people hear it back... I guess like the controversy or whatever is like people some people think that Howard Stern's being like insensitive to him, kinda of the way he's talking to the guy, like okay. not like not like pleading with him, like don't jump, blah blah blah. But then other people that have been like suicidal in the past are like, no, like it's he's like making the guy not think about like he's like making him laugh and like not you know, like making the joke about how he's got a movie coming out and all these other things. Like he was like, "Oh, I've always wanted to like talk somebody down off a bridge. Like you might as well like like let's do this." Blah blah blah. Like making light of the situation. That's like bringing the guy back and grounding him a little bit more. Yeah. Instead of being like, "No, please don't do it." Blah blah blah. Like I what think people that's would actually think probably.
1: I mean, I've never been there, but I think that's probably more
0: beneficial yeah that, that's what that's what people even were saying even like in the if i, I read, feel really
1: anxious which i do sometimes someone being like you're gonna be okay you're gonna be okay exactly. doesn't work as well as like a distraction like, like think oh about God, think l- about let know. me talk to you about this thing that has nothing exactly. to do with your brain and how you're feeling i
0: guess he's talking to him like oh you know like just think about yeah. getting a nice hobby like find a nice thing to do like listen to the show like blah 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 like all these different things talking to the guy to like bring him like i think i want to listen
1: to it because i know the guy like didn't jump so it doesn't seem macabre or anything to listen to
0: yeah well you should you should give it a listen i mean i did not i didn't listen to it i just read the article about what happened it's pretty interesting though to kind of think about that was a wild show (laughs) um when it was in its heyday when howard stern was all around the country on terrestrial radio and wild shit like this would, would happen in his back door especially well especially backyard especially considering that just last month He was in such heat from the Howard Stern New Year's celebration that we talked about to then have this happen right afterwards. It's kind of like the dichotomy of the show, right? Like it could be so gross and so out of control. Yeah. But then it could also be a beacon for people like he saved that guy's life, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that he did.
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Your man Chuck Schumer helped author the Brady Bill and the Brady Law. Do you know what that is?
1: Uh, I actually, no, I don't.
0: So prior to this, there was like no federal like background check. Was it
1: like a gun? It's it's a
0: handgun. Well, it's a gun law. And basically there was no like background check or like waiting period for getting handguns or getting guns. So this added like a five day waiting period to get guns. Uh, Basically the whole point being to make sure that like you're getting guns into the hands of people that should have them. And the only people that shouldn't have them are like convicted felons, apparently. Like, that's the only people that shouldn't have them. But otherwise, it's just making, so it's basically just making sure like you're not giving this to a convicted felon. Okay. That's the Brady Law. I think from what I can tell, it's still in the books. Some states have kind of like adopted it or adopted versions of it. But it's whenever you deal with any sort of Second Amendment type thing, it's always very nebulous as to what is still on the books, what's not on the books. Like, each state is almost kind of its own thing. Yeah. As we know from you know recent events in, in uh, Missouri, where apparently Missouri is one of the you know in, in and in around Kansas City, apparently it's one of the most like lax states, like anybody can have a.
1: I mean, it doesn't handgun even or, you know,
0: handgun everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, some states you can't, right? And in like right. New York City, you can. Right. But, like, yeah. 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 But I was just gonna say it.
1: it's very easy to just drive across any state line, and you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, but if you're so so, let's say you know we've mentioned before, like we're originally from like you know Long Island, like New York. So if you're driving through New York City and you have a gun with bullets, each bullet is one year in jail, even if you're allowed to have the gun. Yeah. So if you have a full... I don't know
1: anything. I'm going to be honest. I don't know about
0: laws. In New York City... So if you're driving through New York City, you have a handgun and then you have 12 bullets in the gun because the gun is loaded, right? That's
1: 12 years in jail. 12 years
0: in jail for that handgun, even if you're allowed to have that handgun.
1: So if you want to move your guns, like say you're moving and you're a gun owner, you just don't have them loaded...
0: I don't even know if you can have them with like bullets. I really don't know how to do am saying. Like, the city. You move I don't them. know. Or you might have to like talk to the talk someone in the city to tell them you're moving these guns. It's very like
1: Like does the bullets have to be in the gun or just at all on your That in the part car? I'm
0: not a hundred percent, but I, I don't I know that like that idea to be you know, to like what we're talking about. Like you're in New York City, you have a handgun, the handgun is let's say loaded and it has twelve bullets in it, you can go to jail for to like twelve years for okay. having that gun. Just, they stop you, and then they're like, you have this gun. Right. And you didn't tell anybody you had the gun. Even if it's your gun and you're allowed and to you have it concealed, have a, yeah, yeah. you can't have it concealed in New York City. So uh, how far that extends, I don't know if it's just the island of Manhattan, all the, all the specifics. And There must obviously be a way to move the guns. There has to be. But, I mean, you know, here in the state we live in, here, I mean, it's, you know, you can get a permit for concealed carry. Nobody's going to go, oh, you have 12 bullets. And they like, no, you're allowed to have the gun. So
1: Yeah, I don't know a lot about gun laws. I don't.
0: You don't need to because you don't have a gun. That's the thing. Like I just so, don't like
1: them. So I mean, I'm not. You know, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't feel comfortable holding a gun. I'd be like, eh, get. I him, wouldn't
0: feel eh. comfortable if you were holding a gun in my <laughs> presence. How does that sound? Like I've held guns before, and it's, yeah, you know, I'm not a huge fan. But like, I. I know, definitely do a would go to
1: shooting range a maybe, but. I
0: don't think you need to do that. <laughs> face you're making. Because, I mean, you still have a gun in your hand and stuff. And, like, I could only imagine you trying to, like, squeeze the trigger of a gun and the just the recoil and how dangerous that would be. For you, like how like freaked out and, like, well, I'm all. so
1: jumpy, right? Plus like loud noises. It, so oh, like, yeah, no, you, I don't know. And don't you have, like
0: have to wear headphones. I don't
1: like loud noises. I don't like you headphones. You have to wear like noise
0: canceling headphones to protect mm-hmm. your ears. Like it's a whole it's not thing. Not for me. None of it's for you.
1: Some there's some things for me.
0: None of it's for it's you. It's not for me. Right? And like you and you think about it and you go, like, all right, like why would you want to do that? Either self-defense, right? Or let's say you're like, I wanna go hunting. You're not going hunting. So you just don't need it, right?
1: I have three guard dogs here to guard me remember when remember when we went to go see that um off-broadway show assassins i mean Mm -hmm. i think it's a broadway show but we didn't see it on broadway so i'm saying off-broadway we saw it in durham and and every every time they shot a gun in the play it was really loud and Everyone just watched it like normal. I would jump out of the fucking seat every single time, yeah, like it, it was... gave me a miniature heart attack. I hated it. Like, so... the show was really good, and I was like, <gasps> Every time.
0: What, what people need to understand is that sometimes <laughs> when you go somewhere with you specifically, like you just don't know what it's gonna be that might garner that reaction. So, we're just watching this. Like, I had no idea there was gonna be like guns or anything either, so I was kind of like, Oh wow, that's startling. But like your soul jumped five seats in yes. front of us yes. every
1: single time,
0: and then you had to like reel it back in, and then you just—I think you even whispered to me like, I, "I, I, this is terrifying. I hate this. Like, I don't yeah. want to be here." And I'm like, I, "This is a play."
1: It was like my nightmare.
0: This is put on by the local student organization. Like, this is okay. Like, it's just—it's—it's it's, it's all right. It's, it it's, was actually a really good play, and I learned a lot that I have since
1: forgotten. But.
0: Um, <laughs> it was about assassins that were trying to assassinate presidents. Yeah, um, and like famous people. I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. And you're like, was, you're was. like, there's blanks. They're shooting blanks. This is loud. I'm like,
1: okay. I'm sensitive. I'm a sensitive creature.
0: It's true. What other stories you got for me this month?
1: Do you remember that story? Because <laughs> this story is from. Oh, excuse you, Lena. <laughs> this story is from. 1994, February 8th. Do you remember that Jack Nicholson lost his fucking mind? I do. And attacked somebody's
0: windshield with a golf club? I do. Like, I remember that, like, he just... Like, he was a wild card. He was a wild man. Because he got cut
1: off in traffic.
0: Yeah. Imagine the other day when we were
1: driving and my dad cut that guy off and the guy beat the horn for, like, very long. Imagine it was Jack Nicholson and he just got
0: out of the car and started beating in the windshield. There's certain stories that I think about that I hear, like, in life where I'm like... You know, you hear this story, and then like the most recent story is like a story where Hulk Hogan helped someone out of like, a car yeah, that was you, in a car accident. you imagine? Which I'm still like, can you imagine like you're just in this like a car accident, and like Hulk Hogan's hand comes in and goes, "Come on, brother, let me let me pull you out," and he pulls you out. Can you imagine you're just driving, you're not really paying a hundred percent attention. And you end up cutting somebody off, and then that person gets in front of you, gets out of the car, and starts smashing your car with a golf club. And it's Jack Nicholson. No,
1: I can't imagine. I can't.
0: Like you just look at it and go, like, like
1: what the fuck? What the what
0: actual the fuck? actual
1: fuck? Also, do you know he's now eighty-four years old? Because he was fifty-four when this happened.
0: Yes, I know that he's older. He's an older gentleman. He he's used to 84? be. He used to go to like all the Laker games. He used to be there. He was like a. Oh, does he not fixture. go to them anymore? I think he stopped going. Like maybe. I want to say, like, eight years ago, something like that, or, like, regularly going. I think he was recently, I think, at, like, LeBron's game when LeBron broke the all-time scoring record. I think he still has his courtside seats, I would assume. But, like, yeah, he just kind of, like, stopped going. Because he's, like, older, and I think it was just, like, a thing. And, you know, maybe just, like, health reasons. But it's a commitment, right, to go to 40-something Laker games every year.
1: Yeah. Well, apparently... He said he was under a lot of stress because of the movie he was shooting. Which was? The Crossing Guard. Okay. Which I've never heard of, but it was a movie directed by Sean Penn, and he played Freddie Gale, a man who vows to wreak vengeance on the drunk driver who killed his daughter. So I guess he... That movie was putting him in a weird place, and one of his good friends just died. So, you know... He has since apologized for it, said it was one of the worst moments of his life. But, I mean...
0: And if you're the other person, and here's the man from The Shining, beating your <laughs> oh, car... shit, yeah. The man from, I think it has already come out, like, A Few Good Men, like, screaming on the witness stand? I
1: don't know. I don't think it has it. I'm, like, I'm like go- it making a goog. I'm Googling. I feel
0: like it came out the year before.
1: Do we just not go over it?
0: I don't think so. Well, we. I mean, we try to kind of pick and choose different uh, movies. Oh,
1: 1992. Yeah, there you go. Yeah.
0: So a few years earlier, like, like I feel like we try to, you know, not necessarily pick all the.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. We try to do the ones that we think will be fun. Um, yeah, then a few years later, he does a uh, anger management. So, I wonder if this had anything to do with I'm his sure casting in anger I'm sure management it did. as the
0: <laughs> anger management guru. I'm sure it did. February 12th model anna nicole smith was hospitalized for a drug overdose
1: oh that's the same day that uh the screen was stolen and that abe lincoln was born born
0: well not in 90 abe lincoln wasn't born in 94 though okay. no
1: but on february 12th um she made it though that time right
0: yeah She's gonna get a, i know her from like the e-reality show mm-hmm, same. i think did she do like yeah. a milk ad too
1: I don't know. They all did milk ads.
0: Milk ads. Were, that was such That was a, a thing.
1: That's something we need to talk about. Them damn milk ads. Well, we ads. haven't got
0: there yet. The first one we had was that Aaron Burr one. Remember? That was like a Super Bowl ad or whatever it was where there was like a radio talk show. And they were like, for a million dollars, who was the person that, you know, mm-hmm. shot Hamilton in a duel? And then it's like a guy sitting in there with like all this memorabilia for it. But he's like chugging milk because I think he had like peanut butter or something. So he can't.
1: Oh, tr- I don't know if she did Milk Ed, but she did Trim Spa. Remember that? That was like diet pills?
0: No, I do not. Yeah. But I believe you.
1: Diet pills. She did like diet pill commercials. Was she married to... Um,
0: I think she was married to like a rich guy.
1: That that rich guy yet at this point? Yeah, because he was like very old. I remember that being a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, Cole Smith, man.
0: Any any other stories?
1: Um, No, I don't really. uh, You know, I don't really have any more stories for you.
0: Okay, that's fair. I think we've gone through. I think we touched on. I think
1: we did all we can do.
0: Most of the stories. I know these episodes sometimes uh, mileage may vary in terms of how long they're going to be. Usually, it just depends on what kind of tangents that we find ourselves in. Jim, where are we at with time?
1: We got thirty-five. We're at thirty-five. Okay, so we're actually.
0: We're cruising along. This is going to be a
1: little one. This is going to be a little a little episode.
0: Sometimes they I are. Really I really
1: wanted to talk to you about Valentines. Okay. But I didn't... I'm not going to. <laughs> <I'm>...
0: <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about something, but we're not going to talk about it. Have you ever seen Stomp? I have seen Stomp. How do you feel about Stomp? It, Because op- it opened February 27th.
1: I liked New it. New York City. Did you see it on it. Broadway? Yeah. What is well, it? Well, it's actually I think it's is it on Broadway or is it off? It's um look look look
0: as a as a as a layperson if something's in New York City and I feel like it's like an international thing, I'm just going to say like on Broadway. I understand it might be an off Broadway thing okay. and always, but I think they still do it Yeah, now. I saw it in New York so. City.
1: Um it was cool. It I saw it a really long time ago. It's just people making like beats and stuff just on random things like
0: People are crazy. Like the idea that someone thought, that, I don't like, remember. This could be I don't, don't thing, remember if like, there so was cool.
1: I don't remember if there was really a story w- that came with it or I don't I can't tell you exactly what it was, but I remember being entertained by it. But yeah, I saw Stomp. I saw Stomp and I saw Blue Man Group around the same time. So I feel like I kind of get them a little confused in my head. Um just like the theater and all that, but yeah, Stomp was cool. Stomp was definitely fun. Yeah, they have like oh, just with the picture they have like brooms. They're dancing around with brooms, and it's just like, cause it's not just them dancing. It's also also like that like the audio, right? Like they're also making like beats and stuff, you know. Anyway,
0: yo, it's crazy too, cause I just clicked like onto the next thing in March, and then it's just like. March 94, and then they're talking about Branch Davidians again.
1: Oh, boy.
0: But I'm like, didn't we already... We did that in 93.
1: Are you sure you're on 94?
0: Oh, I'm on positively on 94. Well,
1: you know there's still Branch Davidians afoot.
0: But David Koresh promising to surrender if a tape statement is broadcast and he doesn't on March 2nd. Like, that didn't... We're out of order there.
1: Yeah. No, isn't he dead already?
0: Yeah, like last year. That's why I'm like, ah. Yeah, I don't know. Strange. Some of the stuff, strange. I was just trying to see if there's any previews of anything coming up. And I'm like, well, I mean, we definitely covered that a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, because what we're, we're going to get next month in our potpourri conversation is we'll, we'll put a coda and we'll finalize the Tiny Harding story because that's when she will um, ultimately plead guilty. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, there's more
1: night. we can say about that whole thing, but um, we still have another month. so.
0: Yeah, we're going to kind of have to have to dive into that again. Jem, we know what else is in March of 1994. I don't. WrestleMania 10.
1: Oh, it's in March. It's not in April.
0: Not in April. Correct. We have the Academy Awards. We have all sorts of stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we got a lot of sports moments. We got a lot of oh, things, God. but that's next month.
1: That's in... Wrestlemania 10, the best Wrestlemania. It's true. The best match ever. It's all true. Nobody cares,
0: but I care. We have said some things. We glossed over the Olympics. We moderately touched on the Tanya Harding situation. And we went through a couple different news stories. We're glad you guys are here. We want to remind you to like us. Subscribe.
1: Like it. Subscribe it. Follow it.
0: We are BLC underscore pod on the Twitter. That is Lena. She approves you guys liking <laughs> all of those things.
1: I I stopped scratching her for like a second. She we like, are
0: yeah. Becky Left the Chat at gmail.com. Hit us up with any questions, inquiries. Oh my gosh, please. Maybe stories you want us to cover next month. Yeah. In March of nineteen ninety four. And as always, we are gonna get into after the break our wonderful game of Trivia pursuit, which we have been Playing <laughs> aggressively, and and for those that don't know, it is like borderline impossible to deal with uh, my lovely co host Jen and Lena together. Jen is just laughing, just loving all the sounds of the dogs so looking much. at me. Her sounds She's are just canceling out my brain. And
1: I know, I feel like this episode is like not on point because we let her in 100%. And we've just been, yeah. I mean, so, if we sound a little off, if this is the first episode of our podcast you're listening to, just give us one more shot because (laughs) we're a little bit, we're a little off today.
0: We will be back with movies next Friday where we're discussing, what do we do on Eight seconds.
1: And reality bites. And reality
0: bites. So we're excited to watch those.
1: I've never seen eight seconds and it's been so long since I've seen reality bites. that I think, uh, you know, when you have like a really good memory of something and then like, you're going to be like, oh, I feel like that's what's going to happen, but we'll find out.
0: We'll find out. And like I said we're going to take a quick break here and then we're going to uh, play our, our normal trivia pursuit game. We are back and we are We we've, we've removed the obstacle. You might still be able to hear her coming in on mic <laughs> because she's decided she's chosen violence on this wonderful Sunday in February. So Jen, it is your turn to roll the dice, right? Cuz you are the coffee cup. I am.
1: Do I want yellow or blue? Blue is hanging and yellow's wired. We're going to do blue.
0: Okay. Put yourself on blue. Jen, let me ask you this question. Okay. In, uh, was it hanging?
1: Yeah. Hanging, hobbies, okay.
0: sports, What concerts. well-traveled flutist... Flout. ...pen the preface to The Book of Sushi? Kenny G... Jean-Pierre Rampal.
1: Jeez. Oh, I mean, that's, that's so absurd that it's hilarious.
0: Uh, you can move me to orange. Uh, uh, pink, I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: I'm like, I actually cannot move you to orange. Pink's is oops. It's about mistakes and mishaps and divorces. <laughs> what did Alfred Wolfram... Due to 8,001 people in eight hours at the Minnesota Renaissance Festival to set a world record.
0: So he's at a Renaissance Festival. Like, if
1: this helps, it's in 1990. Shouldn't help at all. I don't know why.
0: If this is at a Renaissance <laughs> Festival. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot to tell you the year you're floutist. That was 95. So he's at a renaissance festival and he's doing something in one hour. 8,000 people.
1: 8,001.
0: Okay. So renaissance festival usually has to do with medieval type things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: 8,000 would mean you'd have to do something extremely quick. And one. In extremely limited amount of minutes. 60 minutes. So 60 into 8,000. 8, that's at least, I don't know, off the top of my head doing that math without a calculator. That's at least one every, you know, 11.2 seconds, right? No, it's definitely one every 600 seconds. Who knows? So I'm going to say... 60
1: divided by 8,000. No, I know. I get it. I'm sorry. 60 divided by 8,001.
0: Divided by 60.
1: Divided by 60? Mm-hmm. I can't do this. Anyway... <laughs>
0: So what he did mm-hmm. that was the most is he knighted people.
1: That is a really good guess. Unfortunately for you, it's incorrect.
0: Okay. What did he do? He kissed them. Okay. Uh, I guess a kissing booth at a Renaissance festival.
1: Yeah. Maybe just lined up. An old up school and kiss- kissing booth. That yeah. must have been what it is. Yeah.
0: Because if you're talking 8,000 people. Yeah.
1: No. I mean, you really put a lot of thought into that. I mean, knighted
0: people, I thought I did pretty well. I think you did. You did better than I did. 8,000 divided by 60, so that's 133 people a minute. And two people a second.
1: Yeah, like two people, a little over two people a second. That's insane. One, two. So maybe he was just sitting there with a kissy mouth on and people were running running up and kissing him or, I don't know.
0: They must have. I mean, that just goes to show you, you know, like imagine anything's possible
1: imagine wanting to beat a record like guinness brook of world records is a whole thing too that i feel like we really need to talk about at some point but well, when we find is a record some weird i mean there's some weird <laughs> there's some weird shit
0: yeah I used to
1: think it was so... Imp- did you think it was, like, this super important thing when you were younger? Because I did. I thought it was, like, the most important
0: Well, thing. there was a lot of shows, you know, when we were younger and cable, you know, around now, too, like, when cable gets started, there's a lot of shows where they're really hyping up, like... I remember there used to be, like, Guinness Book of World Record kind of, like sh- like, half-hour shows or things on the end of the news talk about, like, records. And you really thought that it was, like, a whole... Like, I always thought, anyway, that there was actual, like thought put into it and there was like a certain list of records not that just like any almost anything can probably be like a record so you hear like oh man this person broke the pogo stick record and you're like well that must be a record like that must be like a thing like i could strive for that and then you hear like well these Mm -hmm. people made the biggest pizza ever and you're like so, like, is there rules or do we just kind of make our own shit as we go along? And I think a how lot many of... I think people it's like can
1: you kiss in an hour? Like, there's crazy shit.
0: <laughs> Apparently 8,000 if you and have one. 8,001 people there. Like, you have to have that... Like, it must be he was also, probably like, married. Well, he's probably married. So, the one is probably, like, his spouse, right? Afterwards, I would think. Like, 8,000 people lined up to do this. And then the one, like, I don't know. Two seconds? Like, I don't even know how you would logically set that up. Those people must be moving as you're also moving. Like, you must be moving as they're also moving so you can keep going. Like, because they got to keep, like, rolling, right? If you're waiting for people to keep moving, it's probably hard. You both, it's it's insane. Like, I don't understand what the, what the setup for that would be. You know, some of the things. It's like, well, the Guinness Book of World Records for, like, staying awake the most. I'm like, that's a thing I could understand. But then, like, the Guinness Book of World Records for most hula hooping, like, that just seems like an ad for hula hooping. But it's right? also
1: all, like, random times. Like, sometimes it's the most in an hour, right? Like, there's all, all different...
0: Because you decide How many like, of
1: the blah blah bloops can you bloop-a-blop in a day? Like, that you what? have
0: to set up. That is something you have to set up. You have to have that many people there. Because I don't know what... You know, we obviously don't have the Guinness Book of World Records in front of us. Maybe we'll do that on a special Friday. Maybe, maybe we'll go back and look at some 90s records. Like, from 93, uh, 94. That's what we'll do. Some records on one of our extra uh, Fridays. We can
1: deep dive a few.
0: Yeah, that's what we'll do. Because I can tell you right now. That's a good idea. That is just like, I don't even know what to say. Where, I mean, we're sitting here and like I said, no shade. But it's like you have to, I know that you have to have them. I think you have to pay to get the record. Like I think you have to have them come to view it. And like pay to have somebody from Guinness come to view it. But also like a lot of them you have to set it up. Like there's a lot of setting up that's involved. It's not just necessarily like I can, you know. I Hey, my friend, you know, videotape me pogo sticking. Like, no, they have to have a Guinness person there to verify it. I use pogo stick just because I'm like,
1: I'm sure that they feel like that's pogo a thing. Book of World Records pogo stick editions.
0: Well, like we said, we appreciate everybody coming along. Our trip Pursuit Game was a dud today. We didn't really even get questions right. That's okay. Sometimes they do. Like, if you had just gotten green, you might have gotten. What radio personality was sued by the family of former show regular Deborah Ta after he sifted through her ashes on the air?
1: Ugh, is that Howard Stern? Yeah. Why would he do that?
0: But I'm like, see, like, there's that, and then instead we're talking about a flautist. No shade on the flautist.
1: No, it's just I don't know anything about flautists.
0: Who appeared in the semi-nude, semi-nude with reuse... Michael Jackson on the video You Are Not Alone?
1: I don't know. electra
0: Lisa Marie.
1: Oh, that's right. I knew that. Um... I reuse the card, unless it's one I've used already. I
0: do, too, unless it's been 100 years. Like, this last one, I just pulled one out. But otherwise, I'll I'll keep it, you know, if it's not something we've done. But, guys, we'll be back in a couple days in your ear holes to discuss these movies that we're going to watch. Pretty excited. Eight seconds. Jen thought it was about who knows what. Really, it's about... I
1: thought it was about cowboys, but it's about a rodeo, which to me is the same, but...
0: And (laughs) Reality Bites, which I've never seen. So it's exciting to actually watch it.
1: Ben Stiller, Ethan Hawke.